1: This is a Shares for Beginners Quick Tip. Essential Lessons Questions answered.
2: Danielle Akuye is the author of Shareplicity, which is a fantastic book that goes into all the information that you need to know about investing in companies on the ASX. In this quick tip, we talk about the macro environment and how things like interest rates affect share prices, discounted cash flow, and about not getting bogged down in trying to do all your own calculations in what a company is worth. You don't need to reinvent the wheel, you just need to be able to know what those ratios are and to interpret what the experts are saying.
1: So, there's two ways to look at the share. Market, you have what's called the macroeconomic view, which is the big picture economic view. And it has had a very material impact on not only shares but all asset classes over the last four decades. So I describe in both books how you look at the likes of inflation, how that impacts on the likes of interest rates, how central banks have used monetary policy, i.e., changing the interest rate settings, to create growth or to slow things down. And it's very important because interest rates have a direct bearing upon whether or not we want to take our money out of the bank, put it in the share market, but also on valuations in terms of some people that do discounted cash flows and general PE uh, analysis. So we always start with the big picture and then we move to what's called the bottom-up approach. So the big picture is the top-down and then we move to the bottom-up approach.
2: Can you explain discounted cash flow, please?
1: Discounted cash flow is basically an analyst sits there and forecasts two, three, four, five, ten years out the profit and loss statement of a company. Once you derive the profit, you calculate the payout ratio, how much you expect they're going to pay out in dividends, you calculate the forward dividend stream, you apply what's called a discount rate, which is an interest rate attached to Uh, what you expect will be in the future to bring it back to a present value. It's quite complicated, but basically you're trying to attach a value in the present to what you think you are going to receive in terms of a dividend income stream in the future. But in terms of analysing companies it doesn't just have to be, you know, dividend discount models, it can be just purely discounting out into the future the the profits that you expect a company is going to make in 10 years time and then applying a pe multiple of that to try and work out a future price in 10 years by way of example.
2: So how would a beginner, you know, start to look at these kind of figures? might be a little bit hard right from the beginning. And if you want to take, as you say, a bottom-up approach, you're going to start to need to understand some of these concepts.
1: I think for beginners, it's really important that you don't have to do these calculations. I don't think that is what you should be trying to do. And I think that too many people get totally bogged down in trying to say to people, you have to sit there and calculate the P.E. of every company you buy. Companies now are so well covered, whether it's institutions, so Credit Suisse, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan. There are online financial information news surfaces which will give you all of this information. What retail investors need to understand is what those ratios mean and how they interact on a relative basis. And this is something that I really believe firmly in. A lot of people would say, well, that's too simplistic, but it's not really because understanding the difference between how a valuation on a cyclical company versus a growth company is as important as knowing how to do it. But as a retail investor, you don't have the time, the resources to sit there and analyze and do your own spreadsheets, and why would you reinvent the wheel when you've got you know, 50 plus excellent brains doing all of that for you. Your job, in my humble opinion, is to look at that information and be able to differentiate between who is a good source of fundamental analysis and what position they are coming from versus somebody that you would maybe question. And that's really how we had to operate as institutional salespeople. We would have you know, 10 inches of paperwork, fundamental analysis arrive on our desks every two days. To think we read that cover to cover, although some of the guys tried to, but they're still dreaming. You basically had to absorb who you felt was a good analyst. The premise on which they were making their forecasts is incredibly important because a forecast is only as reliable as the inputs that they put into it. So again, in the books, I explain The technical aspects to people. When I say technical, you know, what a PE ratio is, what a dividend yield. But I don't think anybody should be trying to do that. It's different if, let's say, you have lots of money and you say, I'm only going to buy 10 stocks and I've got, let's say, $10 million, and I'm putting a million dollars just into those 10 stocks, so you're taking what we call high conviction bets, then you really want to be very comfortable that you understand the risk that you are taking per each stock. But for most people, they're not going to take those high conviction bets. And if they are doing it, they really have to understand their risk of what they're trying to achieve. And this is why a lot of the investing is not about being able to calculate every single number yourself, but is to interpret what quote unquote the experts are telling you. And I think this is where most people come terribly unstuck because they do not understand why one expert says this, and then another expert has a completely diametrically opposed point of view. And That's really where the books try and draw out how you have to come to terms with understanding the premise of their assumptions.
2: If you found this podcast helpful, please tell a friend, especially if it's someone who needs to start thinking about investing for their future. You'll be helping them and helping me to keep this show on the road.
1: Shares for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not shares for beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances,
2: or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer.